This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ben, have you heard of Coffee Meets Bagel? Yeah, man, of course. Did you know that 91% of people on Coffee Meets Bagel are looking for serious, intentional, real relationships? I did not know that at all. Because if you're looking for something casual, there's other places by which to get that. But if you're looking for yeah. something stable at this point in your life, you're looking to settle down, Coffee Meets Bagel is probably your best place to do it. I know I'm going to use it so I can find something a lot more serious and more long-term. If you guys haven't heard of Coffee Meets Bagel, you can check out the link in the description box down below. And maybe you'll even see Ben on the app. Yeah, no, you definitely will. Go find Ben. I would argue that that's probably not a good lunch date, but please let me see what your thought process is on taking someone on a Korean barbecue lunch. Number one, everyone loves Korean barbecue. Everyone does. Yes. Right? Uh, number two, for guys, or fellas, or ladies, if you want. If you're the one paying, it's cheaper during lunch. That's another thing. <laughs> Ben's trying to save money. <laughs> Ben's trying to save money. See? There you go. Thank you. Ben wants to take the dates on a Korean barbecue, but he's like... The lunch special. <laughs> I'm doing the lunch special. Welcome to the worst Asian podcast, where a couple Asian American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. Oh, yeah. My name is Linji. I'm here with my uh, very handsome... Oh, did you just burp? No, no. Who? Yo, who? Oh, who's that? That was a sound check. I'm here with my very gassy co-host, Ben. Uh, thank you. Hi there. Hi. It's nice to be on set. You look uh, put together. Yeah, <laughs> I showered. <laughs> I showered for once. When I say put together, I just mean compared to your normal self, you look uh, more hygienic. You don't, you don't smell as bad as you normally do. You know, for a podcast, I even put on cologne. Because, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, let me, let me, let me be nice. And I was like, no one smells me. Wait, wait, did you really put on cologne? I did. I didn't think about it. I was like, wait. And then I was in the car. I was like, why not put on cologne for a, for a podcast? <laughs> did you do it for me, I guess? I guess. The smell nice. I don't think I have cologne anymore. No, you you just have a you secrete you secrete a natural. I think you smell like money. I think that's what you smell like. You smell like money and gold. If there was a fla- if there was a flavor or scent, uh, money smells bad. Have you ever like really smelled money like up close? Fresh money? Okay, fresh money is smells, different. Smell, fresh money smells good actually. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm taking like old dollar bills, old five dollar bills. <sighs> oh, the one that has like fecal matter. It's been worn out. It's been in the washer a couple of times. Traces of drugs probably on it too. Oh God! How have you been lately, Ben? Are you doing okay? I'm good. I'm good. It's I just, fucking cold. It is cold. I didn't wear enough. But I look nice, but uh, Linji, thank you so much. The merciful Linji. He blessed me all yesterday with a with a day off. <laughs> yes, we were supposed to record yesterday. Ben had a very rough day, but the yes. main reason was I wanted to have breakfast with my wife. So when you said, "Can we possibly do the next day?" Oh, for real? Yeah. No fucking. Oh, thank God. I think if my wife was not working as late. 
that day. Oh my god! Then I probably would have said, "Get your fucking ass over oh here!" Oh my god! I gotta get something for your wife now. <laughs> um, Linji's wife. I I didn't forget your name. You know, I know your name. Give me twenty three dollars. That was my breakfast yesterday. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Even though Linji can afford it, he's stealing from the poor. I will give him twenty two dollars. Yes, because you had a very, very rough day. So you don't need to get into all the, the details, but you had a very rough day. You were so yeah, glad. I was so happy. <laughs> How long did you sleep after I said, don't show up today? As soon as you said it, boss, I started telling people, oh my God, because I was freaking out so much. I was telling other people, fuck, I have to record. I'm so tired. <laughs> Do I even try to nap at this point? No, if I nap, I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass out. That's another thing I was thinking. I was like, if I nap. Yes, you're not going to wake up. I knew it too. I was like, so I called, I called someone. Just to help me stay up. You know, she's like, you shouldn't sleep. I was like, yeah. Oh, you call someone to chat with you on the phone. But by, by the hand of God, I get a call from Linji. Yes, I actually called you. You called me. You never called me. With unless, my voice, with my mouth. Yes, it wasn't AI Linji. It wasn't like Tony Stark when he had to visit Peter yes. in a fake suit. It was really you. And you're like, you don't have to come. As soon as we got off the phone, I was so happy. I couldn't sleep for an hour. <laughs> That defeats the whole purpose. I couldn't even go see. What the hell? I was so happy. I even made a post about it. People asked me. I have four people ask me. What did I do? No, they're like, did he make you do that? And I was like, nope. Oh, yes. Ben posted something on his story. Uh, just thank you, Linji. That was it. I couldn't even do like a picture because I was too tired and lazy. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to write it. I don't care. I was so happy. Good, 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 good. Uh, okay. I, I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep for like uh, 20 hours. I had to wake up still. Because I was also, so, you know, making sure I and wanted to come prepared right. yeah, and come prepare. do this episode right. Yeah. This is a big episode. Today, we're, we're going to be talking about um, the perfect Asian American date. Wow. This is going to take you through the entire day. Wow. From 5 a.m. until 5, p- 5 a.m. What? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, that's a long ass day, bro. You're talking <laughs> about, right, hey, baby, I'm going to pick you up 5 a.m. at sunrise. Okay. These are separate dates then. These are separate <laughs> dates. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. The perfect Asian American day from yep. morning until the evening, and with some, uh, I guess, activities in between, squeezed in between or towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be like a fun thing, just to talk about that, because there's, like you know, different things that I like to do in the mornings and the evenings, mainly just sleep. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was thinking about the other S word, but okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so before we can have these different amazing breakfasts, lunch, dinner places, activities and whatnot yeah. we first need the person to do them with yes because unless you feel like having a self day self-care day self-care day yeah i think it's probably better to do it with like a partner or something yeah you know double it up double yourself i have the pleasure of uh, just dragging my wife to go to these places no matter Ooh. if she wants to or not but someone like you is single so uh i yes, guess we can yes. talk about it a little bit ben, yes sir honestly i know you're my age which is not young but not old um just right just, just like that porridge. I don't think it's like the porridge. <laughs> We're spoiled. You're getting a little bit expired there. <laughs> I think you're at the Best Buy date, not the expiration date. Ooh, the Best Buy date. I like that. As you get older and stuff, do you think it actually is harder for you to like find a partner? And like, how would you find a partner to drag across this entire 24-hour date? Um, so for me personally, I like to go to Home Depot. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Imagine yourself. Like, hey, hey, if you're looking for like a woman that's very handy or like a gardener, yeah. you know, like a DIYer, I think finding someone at Home Depot is like not the worst idea. And I know you're just joking about it. Yeah. It's actually not the worst idea. I had a, I had a friend of ours. You actually know who he is too from middle school. His, I swear to God, his whole mission was just trying to find people for dating. At Home Depot. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, his spot was a Barnes and Noble. Remember Barnes and Noble? Yeah. Wait, is Barnes and Noble still around? It's still around. I actually went to one like a couple months ago. Oh shoot! So yeah, yeah. it was like that's the spot, bro. I'm like, why? What's his uh, thesis on why Barnes and Noble's a bookstore would yeah. be a good place to find a potential partner? Because uh, women are smarter. You know, <laughs> what the they like to read. So he just thought like, okay, you could go to Barnes and Noble. Hopefully, you can find someone. It's quiet. Yeah. You know, it's. It's quiet, so you're going to disturb other people. Yes. And, <laughs> and hopefully you don't... It's not so quiet that you get to hear yourself getting rejected. <laughs> it's like, yo, is this dude macking on this girl and you're on the other aisle? Uh, Barnes and Noble. I mean, okay. The ratio of women to men there is probably higher on the women's side. So if your friend is like looking for a female partner, maybe, right. you know, I'm trying to find... I'm trying to say like there is some logic to it. I will give you an actual good idea uh, for you gentlemen out there. I would say if you want... Going to a Sephora, actually, or or anything, any place that sells like a male and men like makeup, hygienic stuff. Yeah, that's actually a really good spot to you know try to find women as well. I also think that when you're looking for someone out there, you're going to a Sephora unless you're going there for the purposes of buying a gift from someone. If you're right. just going there to hit on other women, right. that disturbs their their peaceful space. You know, right, like right, they're right. there to like try out stuff and have a good time. Exactly. You as the guy should not be fucking around by. Going there. Yeah, okay. don't be the one to just stand at the door. It's like, are you single? Are you single? <laughs> are you single? But a better place to like find other partners is actually maybe like through friends of acquaintances. Oh, excuse me. Friends of friends. Friends of friends. That's Someone always a big from thing. Work. Usually Someone your from work, work job. Maybe um, sometimes even your um, a church or whatever religious institution you're from. Yeah, that's like a great place. Or like on dating apps or yes. if you're, like, you're in college and you know like fellow classmates, schoolmates, things like that. Right. It's probably harder to find like a serious thing when you're just out clubbing, right? Honestly, I don't go clubbing, so I, I'm asking Wait, you this. Yo, like talk, a real- yo, Linji, you're like the master raver, bro. Have you guys go back to our previous not episodes? But Linji has like 18 uh, sunglasses that he wears when he goes clubbing. Okay, very quick side story. Linji's like, I got no, no, no disclaimer. I need my lawyer. There was a point in my life when <laughs> I tried to do the glow stick raving stuff on the stick. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the glow sticks on the stick. Are you talking about the shit where you actually twirl your hands and shit? Yeah, no, not the ones where you just hold a singular glow stick, but the glow sticks that are like on a stick, on a string. So I'm like flinging around like, I look like those Hawaiian fire dancers, but with without, the, without the danger. Right. <laughs> without, yeah. There was a period in my life when I was really doing that and I was I just know practicing this. in my room and just hitting myself in the head and shit. <laughs> so pretty much Linji was like a DJ uh, nunchuck master. So instead of nunchucks, you had disco sticks. Yeah. And were you like, were you like... I was doing like the tour where it was like spinning around my hand, spinning out and stuff. I was doing like... Did you have sunglasses on? It felt like I was doing a yo-yo contest. That's what it kind of felt like. Two wait, dual wait, yo-yos. Wait, wow, when was this? This, okay. yeah, like, this was last month. This was not when I was... <laughs> this was last month. <laughs> I am blessed that I got married to my high school sweetheart really early on. So when I went through these awkward phases, I was yeah. already like in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, so it's not like, oh, this is sad. <laughs> this is, now it's like, oh, it's so cute. Have you noticed that if you're if you're doing that kind of stuff by yourself, it's it's cute. It's like, yeah. Oh, he's married. That they're adorable. Yeah. Like he's, he, he's trying out the hobby or something. Yeah. But when you're when you're just single, it's like, oh god, this guy needs he needs a partner. <laughs> uh yeah. That was like probably in I want to say college or something. Maybe like post college okay. when I was just trying out those weird things. All right. It wasn't last year. It wasn't during COVID. <laughs> it wasn't during COVID. <laughs> it was during during COVID. COVID. Um, as you get older, it is harder to like find yeah, a partner and stuff, right? Like you are at the age where. If you want to take them on this amazing date that we're going to talk about, it does get right. a little bit harder to find them. Surprisingly, I think like because the older we get, all our friends' friends are already married or taken stuff. It dwindles down. There's less and less friends of friends that you can actually meet. So like the only real places that you can meet somewhere, someone is like on dating apps. Yeah. 
And there's nothing absolutely. A- there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Sometimes there's a stigma in our community among amongst Asian people that maybe that's not like the best way. Yeah. But I think we're all getting to a point now where technology is meeting modern cultures and it's absolutely fine to like meet people on a dating app. I think also it depends on what kind of company you use or what kind of uh, like which kind of app? Yeah, what what's your intention? <laughs> yes, they're they're all tailored for various different intentions, quote right, unquote. Right. So if you're looking for someone to to co- to go with you on this glorious date, yes, you know, like something like Coffee Meets Bagel is a little bit easier because I, I, I use Coffee Meets Bagel. Do you? Yeah, I've used it. Serious yes, question, I, man. When you use Coffee Meets Bagel as compared to some other apps, yeah, you're doing it with like the intention of being someone serious, right? Wow, this is amazing because I feel like I feel like I have a PhD in this. It's like, oh, today we have our guest, man horologist. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, there is there's a huge difference with your attentions are, even the way it's just designed the interface. It's all, you know, you could you could tell. Okay. I've been married, so I actually don't know what the various dating apps are like. Right. Does it just seem more serious? They want you to they encourage you to explain yourself so you can actually find some things in common. You mm-hmm. know? Where some other apps, right? <clears throat> You kind of have to, uh, let's just say there's a lot of swiping. So it's a lot more superficial. Yeah. It's like. Ben hey, uses them for various different purposes. I use it for uh, when I get lost. <laughs> it's like, hey. Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm just being stupid. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, so how do I get to uh, your place? Because it is true, though. Like, the older you get, I feel like you have less time that you want to spend on these various different things. You have less time that you want to quote unquote waste. You nailed it on the head when you said, as we got older, um, the opportunities dwindle a lot. A lot more now. So, uh, yo, it's so hard because Asian Americans, culturally speaking, yeah, unless you find someone very early on, like me, like you're lucky to do that. Yeah, you focus a lot of your time on your yeah. career and like trying to that's true put a good foundation for your life in order before you really focus on like trying to find a partner. And then by the time you've done that or you felt like you've succeeded enough, yeah, now like you're at this point where all your friends' friends already are married. You know, like you're no longer in school where you can just meet. Like uh, the love of your life in your classroom, right? And or like Which maybe it's you know maybe like at work it's harder too because everyone else is at the age where they're already married. So yeah, it gets harder and harder, like you said, because culturally we focus a lot on being uh good providers and like having a good stable career, right? So that sometimes, unfortunately, you do put like your love life in the back burner. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get on to this uh, perfect Asian American date. So the, the format of this is we're gonna go back and forth uh, across the various meals of the day and then she's gonna take me out on a date i might okay let's just say i was taking you out on a date yeah, ben. let's do a little role play here fine fine fine, fine. all right <clears throat> you're gonna take me out on a date i'm gonna take you on a date we'll go back and forth on where we would hypothetically take okay. each other out on the date in the mornings oh good morning good morning good morning wow you look nice thank you we don't have to actually role play oh this we don't shit. have to oh okay oh what's that oh you were in cologne the perfect <laughs> the perfect to me in in my mind asian breakfast date is I'm sure you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I feel like I know where you're going with You know where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think if you take someone to dim sum, it's a good introductory thing. And because it's like dim sum has so many various types of cuisines that you can have something that's, let's say, quote unquote, a bit more uh, exotic, a bit more like harder to try or like something new and fresh. You should be able to find something that she or he will enjoy. Or like if they're not into something spicy or like something crazy... There's like regular pork dumplings or like shrimp dumplings, right? There's like wontons. There's like stuff that's like a staple classic that everyone will eat. And there's other stuff that's like a bit more um, different. Right. Like, for example, she might not, it might be her first time eating chicken feet. 
I love chicken feet. Me too. I love chicken feet. Yeah. And I remember dim sum was the first. I saw I was like, yo, what the hell? You guys eat this shit? Yeah. And then Ada's like, yo, you guys don't share this shit? <laughs> the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yo, chicken feet is very, very chicken good. Chicken feet is very but good. But at the same time, you have to get past that mental barrier where you're picturing right. like a chicken's feet on this dirty ass like pen that right. they're in and walking around. It's so lively too. When you go to dim sum, it's like the dim sum ladies, you know, they're and like screaming. Just, the people are drinking their tea. They're screaming. And it's just, it's a lively environment though. You know, like you have the tea, you know, that's the nice thing. You have nice warm tea to start off with. Oh yeah. See in, in the morning, you don't have to get smashed. Some people go no. for like brunch dates. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Mimosas or like Bloody Marys and stuff. And you're already smashed before you even get a chance to have a conscious conversation with this person. Yeah, it's like, hey, where are my cues? <laughs> like, who are you? So you're better off like having something over tea or having something where you can get like, you know what it is? Dim sum is kind of like tapas. Yeah, 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 yep, exactly. Where you get small like shareable plates and you're not getting like one or two only large portions. You're getting like various different things. Yeah. And it's perfect that you mentioned that because I think when you take someone out on a date, the most important thing you want to do is if you're not that good at just keeping a conversation going and feeling the energy, right? At least with things like dim sum, there's a lot of things that are distracting or you can use, you know what I'm saying? You can just use the environment. You can use the environment and you can talk about the food, right? Exactly. You're not just talking about one dish that comes maybe, but you're talking about various different things and you can ask them, what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy. Right, right, right. It's like a cute, fun thing to like try new stuff together. I like that. That's a good one. Also, because it's so lively, like you said. Right. That's... Okay, so I don't go on first dates, right? But I do feel like if you go somewhere and you can't keep the conversation like you talked about. Right. And it's a quiet-ass place. Mm-hmm. It makes it even more awkward. That's what I'm saying. But you're just like literally just sitting and talking. You're like, oh, shoot. Uh, can we make this 15 minutes, actually? <laughs> I think that's all I need to know. Plus, I think like dim sum, if you do eventually get into like a long-term relationship with that person, right. that's something that I feel like they have to really, you have to know whether or not they like dim sum. Because family members, true. family members sometimes will always go to dim sum for large holidays. Like for Thanksgiving in the morning, you'll go dim sum mm-hmm. for Christmas, for these big holidays, New Year's and stuff. You'll always go to dim sum in the morning as like the first large gathering of the day. So if you, if that's important to you, and you take this person to dim sum and they're not into it at all. Oh, man. That might be a red flag to you if, if that's important to you. Yeah, exactly. You guys can take it for what it is. Also, you can see how another cue they always say, it's always really important to see how your date treats people you know, in the service industry. Yes. Right? So if she or he is, you know, let's, let's just say it starts with a B word. Yes. Or, or D, whatever insult you want to insert. Then it's kind of another red flag. Like, oh, you're you might not be a good kind person. Then, yeah, you know, these people work very hard. It's hard. A lot of the people in the dim sum industry, they're actually a lot older. They're like they're like our uncles and you know our aunties, and you don't really see young people in there anymore. People pushing the dim sum carts, they are definitely older. Sometimes these dim sum cart ladies, they will yell at you, but they're doing it from not because they're angry at you. Yeah, they're just like, hurry the f up. That's like, just. That's just their style. They're treating everyone equally bad. Exactly. Do not feel discriminated. Yes. yes. There's equality in discrimination. Yes. Yes. That is what America was built on. Although, just as a side note, I feel like they will get a bit more angry with you if you, let's say, don't know the names of the dishes or you have a language barrier. It is harder. It's not impossible, but it is harder. Oh, here's, here's another thing why it's good. What's up? Maybe it will test whether or not the person can speak the language, if that's important to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. I like that. Yeah, this is like this is like a really tasty test. Okay, Ben. Like, what is your 
Korean American Asian American date that you would take me on? Oh, and it doesn't right. have to be Desmond. If you had Desmond as the answer, then if you want to think of something okay, else, okay, okay, okay. Um, what's it? Just want to say, oh wow, you look great. Thank you, thank you. Oh my god. I can't believe we met at Barnes and Noble. That was we crazy. don't have to actually role play this shit. Just, just, tell, <laughs> just tell me where you're gonna take we gotta, me. We gotta build it up for the uh, for the. You know, I'm all about the food. Just to tell me what you're gonna shove into my into my mouth. This day is going horrible. All right. <laughs> oh, well, I decided to take us to Paris Baguette. Why? Um, because I think it's nice. They have great selections of all these pastries. You know, there's always something new. It looks nice too. It's Do you comfortable. think that's like too cheap of a first date? Um, or is it? So that's my kind of rule too. It's like for dates, I don't think you need to really breakfast dates. Though. Yeah, it it can't you can't take them to don't take them to McDonald's. That's all I'm saying. If you take them to like a McDonald's, then I don't know. IHOP is like when you like you guys actually went on a couple of dates. And then you start doing the IHOPs and the Denny's, right? You know what I'm saying? Because that is good, but it's that's not cute. like but it's not something that you go on the first date. No, you know that seems like she's gonna be like, oh, well, we're going too fast here, sir, or. She has other <laughs> negative thoughts about you that you're taking over to an IHOP. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, whether or not it's true or it's valid or it's fair, it's just... Yeah, it's like, baby, they got unlimited pancakes. <laughs> what the heck? We're going to share one plate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, can you open your bag? Can you throw some in there? <laughs> it's like, wow, you guys I'm love pancakes. into my Ziploc bag. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, you guys, you guys love pancakes. <laughs> uh, I know, fast metabolism. <laughs> but, dude, I always thought about, you know, like Paris Baguette, doing a little coffee. Doing a little coffee meets bagel, you know what I'm saying? Korean style, you could say. You don't have to insert the sponsor so many times, Ben. It's not. It's I don't know. I just felt that one. I felt like that was the only natural one. That's the only on. natural one. Yeah, okay. That's the only natural one. <laughs> um, coffee date is good. Lots of people do coffee dates because yeah. I feel it's. I'm saying all this as a person that's been married for like 20 years. So, <laughs> but you you've done most of this shit already. With you know you're with your spouse. I feel like right when someone asks you to a breakfast date. Yeah. They're not super, super serious. Maybe it's a it's a time constraint thing, but I feel like a coffee date is a quicker date, so they can waste less time. Is this correct at all, or I'm just no, you're, bullshit? You're, you're, you're right. You're right. It's kind of like um, I would say if someone does want to take you on a coffee date or like a lunch date, it's like maybe they're not too serious. So a lunch date is not as serious as a dinner date. I, I think and so. Breakfast date is definitely not serious unless you're doing Sunday brunch. I think Sunday brunch is like the one thing. The main thing you got to think about is this, right? And fellas, just hear me out. Not because I've been on lunch dates. I've had a lot of dinner dates. But if you're on a lunch date a lot, it gives a girl a lot of options to be like, oh, I can't stay long. It's already not implemented in your head. You don't usually do a lunch date and then go into like a dinner date and then, you know what I'm saying? A dinner date usually there's you might be able to prolong it, you know, because it's the end of the night. It's the end of the day. Are you cynically trying to say that a dinner, excuse me, are you cynically trying to say that a lunch date gives the man or the woman, whoever, a excuse in case the date goes bad to like cut it off right there? Yeah. As opposed to like a dinner date, usually you, you don't have anything afterwards, right? Because you're already done with your day. Right. Oh, you have to go to work? No, you don't, right? Yeah. What do you got to do, huh? So it's harder to cut off a bad dinner date, but it's yeah. easier to cut off a bad breakfast or lunch date. That's what you're saying. Right. It's already incepting in your mind that like, okay, like maybe just after dinner, hey, maybe we'll get grab drinks, you know, or maybe we'll do something else after. But like lunch, it's not really thought of that way. It's like, we're going to have lunch or breakfast and that's right. probably going to be it. Yeah. It's very transactional. It feels more, I would say. All right. Going back to this uh, shitty Paris baguette thing. What's yo, what? Yo, first of all, I swear to God, I better never ever see any like Korean bakery goods in your house then. You're saying it's shitty. I'm trying to think if there's any Korean bakery goods in my house right now. Toast is yours. I can't pronounce it. 
Okay, their cakes are actually really good. You know, our, yo, first <laughs> of all, their cakes are like fifty dollars for like a six inch cake. Now I will admit we are very expensive. Korean things are just overpriced. Why are they so expensive? Because we put so much love in it, bro. That's why. You know how people say a Hagen Dazs ice cream cake is, is expensive. Oh yeah, but it's almost the same price as like a Korean bakery cake now. Hagen Dazs is. It's expensive because they actually use very expensive ingredients. They use real, you know, cream and honey. But I feel when I'm getting a large Hagen Dazs cake compared to a small Korean bakery cake hey. for similar prices, I feel like the Hagen Dazs is better value. I'm not gonna lie, I would, I love your Korea, um, <laughs> but I'm getting the Hagen Dazs cake with you, bro. I'm joining, right? right? I'm, I'm, I'll split that shit with you, bro. Yeah, if, I'd rather do that. It feels like it's a better value of it. Anyways, um, you don't think there is anything weird like with taking someone to a bakery like that because it's not even even the bakery where you order through the counter and they give you your tray of food it's a like self-serve kind of, it's cafeteria style that's what i'm trying to yeah, say yeah yeah you yeah. you don't think there's anything wrong or good or whatever about I mean, that let's put it this way there's no uh service right you don't get you don't sit down there's no host you know when you get a dim sum mm-hmm. you don't get oh, you sit there but when you go to a Korean, <laughs> they don't yell at you like that <laughs> By the way, going to dim sum as like a two table, like a two person table thing, oh. it's harder. Oh, they 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 don't like you. There's far fewer like two tables, uh, two seater tables. I'm trying to say that is true. That is the one con, I guess. Is like imagine you're sitting at an eight top, like a table for eight people, but just yeah. two people. It's like look at these, look at these a holes. Oh, you know what's the downside if you take someone to do to dim sum as the first date? If you don't have sometimes they'll they'll take a large table and split it down the middle, so you're actually at the same physical table, a larger one, with other random people. Other people on dates. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> and then you guys have a foursome. Yeah, it's like it's like a cafeteria-style <laughs> dating thing. It's a speed dating table now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like, oh, this isn't working. Huh? Are you across, this, uh, across from me? Pass me the tea. But also, are you single? But that would be awkward, though, if you're sitting... Let's say it's not a, another couple. It's just another family, like a three-person family. And then you're on the day. <laughs> you know, and the, and the, like, the husband's like miserable. He's like, I hate my wife. And, the, and then the kid is just... iPad or something. It's destroying shit. But the, you're trying to have your date on the other half of the table. It's like, yeah, you're trying to be sexy. Okay, maybe that's the downside. Yeah, that's the that's one thing I would say. Dim sum isn't really a sexy environment. It's fun. It's not sexy at all. There's nothing sexy about dim sum. Oh, you know what's bad about... um. Like Paris Baguette is the first date. Sometimes there are no seats left. So yeah. imagine you go in and you stand there and there's no seats left. So what do you do? Right. So what you would do is I would say then next backup thing, if you can, you kick the Ajima out of her seat. Yeah. It's like, oh, Ajima, you know, and then grab her coffee. Because <laughs> yeah, they just drink coffee. That's the truth. Like I noticed like when I used to work at McDonald's. Um, Dude, I was going to say the exact same shit you're going to say now. Go. Oh, do you know? Yes. Yo, dude, um, there was a Korean church 
right across from us, right? It's like, you know, it's like, that's not church music. I know, but it's like, you know, like the battle scene. It's like, I saw, as soon as the doors open, just hundreds of old Korean hajimas. It's like, get the coffee ready. We're not ready. They're coming for us. Like, we're literally like shaking, grabbing the pots. We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it, guys. Like, that's, and then just take up the whole seat. I was going to say, every time I go to McDonald's for like lunch, it's Korean ajumas and, and ajishis. They're just Korean people with, let's say, six coffees and, and one large fries in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's all it is. Oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if they're feeling lucky, it's spicy an apple pie. I was telling my wife, like, yo. That is so true. If I was old and I had like other older friends and, and we just want to have coffee. Yeah. Because McDonald's spot. coffee is good enough. It's not bad, actually. And it's, it's cheap as hell. Yeah. It's less than $2 for a large or like a dollar something for a small. It's, like it's really, really inexpensive. It's great value. And if it's a large enough McDonald's chain where there's lots of seats, you can sit there forever. You know, that's what McDonald's was known for first. It was their coffee and then the hamburgers. This seems completely incorrect. I know. I'm, I'm, after saying that, I'm like, shit, I might be actually wrong here. This might, I might be wrong. Oh, you're going to check it out? Oh, no, no, no. Do you have, any, do you have anything else to say about your... Uh, oh, I was going to say, if not, if you feel a little more adventurous, I would say, you know, get some bubble tea. You know, for breakfast? No, no, not for breakfast. But then, like, you know, if you if you get kicked up by the Ajima, <laughs> you know, you need to buy some time. You know, that's where we can move on to our next. Do you, okay, one quick thing, and then we'll move on to the lunch portion. Yep. Do you think how a person takes their coffee is indicative of how they'll be in your relationship? Yeah, I, I will judge you by your coffee. Really? Yeah. So if you go on a date and that person takes their coffee like three creams and four sugars, that's okay. Really? I mean, health-wise, I'll be like... That's not good health-wise. Yeah, but if they're like, can they get sprinkles and whipped cream and can they get the caramel swirl? I'll be like, okay. <laughs> that is way too much going that on. That is... That's a lot. You're a lot. Are you saying it's a lot for your wallet or just a lot? Of, I, it's a lot of uh, of sugar. There's a lot of... Not even sugar. It's just... To, to me, I'm like, there's a lot of things going on. Like, it, it, we're not compatible. I drink black coffee. We, You and me, we drink black coffee. Yeah, but... You know? That doesn't mean that someone that does not drink black coffee is not a good person I, i'm not i'm not saying it's just i'm i'm gonna squint i'm like oh, okay okay you know like that kind of thing like and you do what soy soy milk or or the people that like need uh, that's another thing too you can see the dietary restrictions you know because that would also be a good important factor to consider so you get them like a very creamy coffee and like a <laughs> peanut butter croissant and then you say <laughs> with shrimp on it <laughs> I'd be like, um, uh, so do you like any of this here? <laughs> I was like, please. <laughs> Take a huge bite and a humongous gulp. <laughs> oh, God. Um, listen, I have a, Maybe if they're really into you, they'll just you know, like take a bite of the peanut butter. I have a friend, right? Um, Asians are known to be lactose intolerant. Yes. Right? Uh, shout out to uh, Kong, if you're listening. Um, he has the worst uh, lactose intolerancy, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm not even joking. You could give him like a... Is a, that Jay's cousin? It's a friend from work, right? But yeah. He, Really good kid. He's, he's terrified of milk. If you give him like a drop or a sip, he will nuke that toilet like instantly. Uh. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh God, dude, that's, that's terrible. It's like, is it, it's like, you're really, really, she's like, I'm terrified. Okay. So like maybe that is an important thing you should find out before. You know, like right. on, your, on your profile, a uh, thing about for the dating apps, you should probably put like something. If you're lactose intolerant and I work at a milk factory, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I work for Hagen Dust. <laughs> We're not compatible just because I might kill you accidentally. Yeah, that would be the that would be the most tragic love story. <laughs> That's worse than Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Romeo, Romeo. Nothing can break our love except for lactose. <laughs> yes, only for that. Only for that enzyme. Oh, All right, Romeo. Let's move on to lunch. Um, Do you want to go first or should I go first? You can go first. You can go first. Yeah. So, um, what's it? This one might be a little controversial, a uh, little heavy. I mean, I don't think it is. I think just you can have this for breakfast, but if you want. Ben's going to say fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind doing that. Some spots are pretty dope for it, right? But Korean fried chicken and ube waffles. Bam. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's is, your this, is this Asian spot that spin. does it? We're going to make that. Dude, someone Korean here, fried chicken and ube waffles. We can't. Someone's going to steal this shit. Hey, guys, if you steal this shit, we get 10% commission. Do we get to? Can we sue them because we said it like this? No, because we didn't trademark anything. Guys, we trademarked this. Can, can I just say I trademark stuff? Yeah, they, they, and can they sue us? That's, they, how, that's how the patent system works. Oh. First to call dibs. Oh, it's like shotgun. Shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. My idea. Um, What's it? There are some pros and cons. We'll go over it. But I actually do think um, a fun date, especially during the day, you could do this Korean barbecue. During the wait, this is your lunch. From, oh, I mean, look, look at me. Look at <laughs> okay, I'm not saying all you can eat. Okay, so <laughs> I was gonna say, dude, when I eat Korean barbecue, like I said before, it's always in the form of all you can eat. So, um, I would argue that that's probably not a good lunch date. But please, let me see what your thought process is on taking someone on a Korean barbecue lunch. So you know, going back to the whole idea, like you know, number one, everyone loves Korean barbecue. Everyone does. Yes. Right? Uh, number two, for guys or fellas or ladies, if you want. If you're the one paying, it's cheaper during lunch. That's another thing. <laughs> Ben's trying to save money. <laughs> Ben's trying to save money. See? He's, there you go. Thank you. Ben wants to take the date on, an, on a Korean barbecue, but he's like... The lunch special. <laughs> I'm doing the lunch special. That's right. He's looking at it. He's like... Oh. So, ladies, <laughs> you guys are finding out my secrets. <laughs> Motherfucker is so cheap. Korean barbecue is expensive, sir. It is, but like how much cheaper is lunch? So much cheaper. Plus there's less meats. That's the point. Usually <laughs> you're not as hungry as well. That's another thing too. You just said you don't want to go to all you can eat barbecue. I know. I'm talking about just like a regular nice Korean oh, barbecue. Oh, like they'll have lunch specials. Yeah. 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 Like a nice, like a nice one. Like, for example, I'll, I'll give you this. I think Yukaku is a nice, nice spot you can do. I love Yukaku. Right. See. But I only go there when they have their all you can eat special. <laughs> They actually have a very good happy hour special. That's the thing. They do, too. they do. It's like half off drinks. It's great. I did it's pretty go good. A, I did go on a date. We went to Gyukaku. They have a great, great uh, happy hour special. So their bottles of sake are 50% off. I don't yes. know if they do this anymore. All the drinks are 50% off at a certain point. Yes. We got shit faced. We got smashed. Let's just say that. It was a lot of, we just got too wasted, but it was a lot of fun though. And that's the thing. I think it's really cool when you can go do something where it's like, there's something, there's an activity involved. So it's not always just weird. Mm, I feel like lunch, maybe you don't need the activity just yet. I feel dinner, when we get to it, might be the thing. Right. So, okay. I think Korean barbecue is okay. It's not, now you're like, okay, it's not that serious. Because you were thinking about all you can eat. That's yeah. why. That's all you were thinking about. I thought it was a food challenge. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a date for I'm like, I'm like uh, dating Joey Chestnut's like Asian cousin. <laughs> Joey Chestnut, I forgot. Kobayashi and shit. <laughs> I would say, okay, here's my lunch thing. Yeah. And this is kind of bougie, but take her to a nice sushi omakase meal. Ah, uh, I was going to do that for the other one. The downside is a lot of these nice omakase places don't open for lunch. Yeah. That's the downside. You So you do have to do some hunting around. You have to find one that is open for lunch. Yeah. Or maybe not even omakase, but just like a nicer sushi restaurant for lunch. Yeah. They should be open. Yeah. Because I feel sushi is pretty light. Also, I feel... It's important to me if I was single that the person enjoys sushi and like can tolerate raw fish. Yo, if you don't care about that, 
it's not a big deal. But for me, I feel like some things might be a deal breaker. There's a lot of food deal breakers and or red flags that are important to me. So I feel like you need to be able to eat some kind of raw fish. You know, it's funny. I actually had a very similar situation recently. I was um, courting this lady. And then um, I was like, yo, we should, we should go grab some sushi sometimes, right? Yeah. I forgot why we were talking about that. And she's like, oh, I would love that. But I don't eat raw fish. I only do shrimp tempura. I was like, oh, that's fuck. a red flag. Right? You're right. I was like, oh, man. Wait, how can you say that you love sushi, but you only eat shrimp tempura? I don't understand that. People say that, though. That's, that's what they say. I love sushi. Chicken su- karage. I love sushi. Like, I love California rolls. Oh, go. go uh, never mind. You know, like, I'm, not, I'm not even going to. But yeah, right? That's already like uh, counterintuitive. Yeah. Food preferences. Maybe the, the bio shouldn't be all food stuff, but I feel food is very important, right? I food would say connects people together. It makes up like at least, what, 40% of the relationship in a way? Yeah. Uh, connect, Connection-wise, you, you have to eat together. You have to eat together. You have to enjoy eating together. Ideally, if you can enjoy the same kinds of foods, that's always a plus. And like, there is a lot of stuff that um, as Asian Americans might seem kind of quote-unquote weird or exotic yeah. and stuff. And if someone is not into that, then and you really enjoy that, right, 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 then right. that might be a deal-breaker. So it's always better to know like what your food preferences are. And if that is actually important to you, then yeah. that's something... It, to know in advance is always good. I would say another great Asian, you know, related lunch kind of date you can do too, right? For fun is, I don't know if you've been to that place where you can fish your own fish and then you get to eat it t- later too. Oh, the stuff in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. always kind of cool. That's always really cute too. I always see YouTube videos where 90% of the time they fail. So they end and they're up just, starving. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh. So they end up just like hooking a fish onto their rod and then they pull it out of the water. That is so sad. <laughs> it's very sad. That is... I did not know that. <laughs> it's very. That just shows you, like, okay, <laughs> it's like the Pokemon game, and all you have is the old rod. Oh God! It's, so that means, like, when you actually have to hunt for survival, those people wouldn't survive. You're dead. That, that You're should dead. be like, okay, we have to execute you. You don't make it. You don't move on. That's fun, but uh, yeah. So I think sushi is good because it's light. Omakase yeah. is kind of light. You don't have to go crazy with it. I think it's a good test of how much someone enjoys real sushi, which to me might be important. Yeah. So I would say that's important. If you're not into that. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, we're just not going to... We're not supposed to fall in love. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, come on. If sushi is your number one food oh, and you love sushi... I love sushi. But the other person, like, you find out on the second or the first date that they don't love sushi. Yeah. You know, like, not to say that it's not possible to have a long-term thing, but yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. pretty big thing, right? Yeah, because, like, you want to have, you know... Yo, let's be real. When you go to an omakase, you get to sit down, you talk to the chef. That's another thing about omakase and sushi restaurants. It's oh, so, so if you're having a bad talk, you at least can talk with the chef. Yeah. Oh, chef, what do we have here? Please save my day. <laughs> oh, oh, you, you sucker. This is, this is uni, you know, straight from Hokkaido. You need to be better at your day. <laughs> but that's a good thing, too. And, you know, this is another thing, too. In today's culture, people love taking pictures of food. You know, that's a, that, in a way, it is a yes. good... It is a good yes. You know, a good way of like bonding. That's the first thing. If you guys need a tip, most of the time, pretend you're a foodie. Guys, if you're not a foodie, just pretend you're a foodie. Have her take a picture or offer it. Yes. She will actually appreciate that. Trust me. Like, that is actually good. That is good. Plus, it'll give her something more memorable. So Exactly. So she'll remember the date a little bit more. Yeah. She might not she might think you're ugly, but she will <laughs> not think that plate of, you know, ube waffle is, is not at all. She will love to take that picture. That's a good point. Yeah. So you know, for guys. Be like, hey, baby, you want to take a picture of that before, you know, we, we enjoy? 
Okay, so let's move on to the actual dinner portion, and then we'll talk about activities, okay? Okay. Okay, so for dinner, for the perfect Asian American dinner, why are you laughing? I don't know the way you're saying it. It's fucking cold right now in New York City, so you gotta, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta take her to Hot Pot. Yep. You just gotta take her to Hot Pot, because yep. once again, it's interactive. Yep. It's like a drag-down meal. Maybe drag is not the right word, because it's negative connotation, but it's a... You know how much time is going to be. There is a minimum time limit. Uh, it's going to be minimum. at least like an hour and a half, right? Exactly. It's a movie. If you're having like a great time, you can eat slower, you can eat more, and then you have an even longer date. Because sometimes when you go to other restaurants and you go through the appetizers, the entrees, and the desserts, you know like yeah. right there, you're done. You can get drinks at the bar afterwards, but that's not the same, right? So if you're having a really good time, you can just keep dragging on the hot pot meal a little bit longer yeah maybe if you're not having a good time you could just quickly eat your shit and leave <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you gotta cook it that's the only problem dude it's like oh why are you chugging the raw beef yeah why are you eating all the box for raw <laughs> wait uh that's just how i do it you get the most nutrients uh check please <laughs> <laughs> okay hot pot i think is good plus it'll also show you if the person is not lazy to cook their own food <laughs> yeah there are true. some people that like don't like the cook yourself kind of meals, right? Korean yep. barbecue or hot pot or you know whatever, where you have to cook the meal yourself. Some people don't enjoy that. So if you're looking for a non lazy partner, maybe that's something to do. Maybe take her to a restaurant where they have to, I don't know, slaughter their own animal and like pick their own vegetables or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you really want a hot pot experience. <laughs> Come with me to the farm, you'll see. But there's two things that I mean. Hot pot and Korean barbecue, the only cons about it is you're going to smell. You're going to smell so those bad. Those are the only two, like for those places, that's the only con I could really think of. But if she is okay smelling like barbecue or okay smelling like the spicy broth or whatever, you wife her up. Yeah. If she's down for that, yeah, that's cool, right? Yeah. If she's like, oh, and that's the thing too, like for the most part, when you bring up, every time I just say KBBQ, Right? <laughs> you say KBBQ, KBBQ, not Korean barbecue. KBBQ, like it's a radio station. Yeah. KBBQ live. Yeah, we're gonna go to KBBQ live in uh, Flushing, New York. Uh, Linji He with the weather. Um, it becomes a thing where they get like, "Oh my god, I love." I'm like, "Got him." See, so it's a good, you know, it's a good thing. Like instantly now, people are so, I guess, even other cultures now, they're more accepting of like hot pot and more even Korean barbecue. Yeah. You know, so well, Korean barbecue, I think, is very easy to adapt here in the West because it's just beef and pork on the grill, right? Americans love barbecue; they love their meat and protein. So yeah. I think Korean barbecue is a much easier thing to adopt. You don't think uh, Korean? Uh, not Korean. I was like Korean hot pot. You don't think hot pot? I think hot pot now is becoming like the new, you know, just like a new wave of hot it pot now, is right? becoming more mainstream, but it's yeah. not to the point that it's comparable to Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue is easy. You can take anyone to Korean barbecue, aside from the smelting, like you said. They right. really shouldn't object to it unless they're a member of PETA or something. <laughs> it should be okay. <laughs> they start crying. But I do feel like hot pot for a lot of people. They really haven't had it as it could be as a hit much. or miss too. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one could be a little too exotic or adventurous for some people. But it's fun though. You know, like maybe they don't even eat the food. They just cook it for you. Who knows? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like I don't really eat this, but I'll cook it. You know? Yo, if they're not into a meal or like something but they're still down to come and have fun with you right and find their way of like having fun during the meal right 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 in some ways you give them even more credit than if they enjoy hot pot right if she was really not into hot pot but she's like yo this is totally cool i will cook uh your food for you i'll cook a few things for myself that i, I eat 
and they're still having a good time you know right. what even more props yeah and also there's just so many cool different hot pot spots that you can find that it's just like they're all it's like their own little universe that's the great thing about every like hot pot place oh, plus there. if they're not into spicy this is one of the few things where you have you can split it you can have yeah exactly you can split it and get a non-spicy broth for her or him and then get a spicy broth for yourself if, if you're into it right right it's like perfectly good where you can have your own little thing Right, and you know, for you fellas or I guess ladies too, you know, if you can, always Korean barbecue and hot pot. You know, always try to always try to give it to them. That's the thing too. It's there's a lot more intimacy involved about give this it kind to of them. Stuff. What do you mean, cook for them? Yeah, not not that kind of give <laughs> it to them. I was like, I was like, Ben, you're still at the restaurant here. You can't oh, sorry it. guys, I, I I jumped the gun. It's like, <laughs> sir, there's a lot of hot things around. You should be naked. Um, <laughs> like I'm just wearing an apron and shit, <laughs> or I just have a napkin on my on my fucking chest and stuff. But I would say just. You know, cook it for them when you're doing it. the hot pot. You know, like maybe you could do something, give it to them. That those little things, you know, that is actually like a very tasty, smelly, romantic way of like showing you care. Because if you are yeah. cooking the food at the table for right. them, and you like say, "Oh, it's okay," you know, don't get yourself dirty. I'm gonna do most of the cooking yeah. for you. That is like a very nice way of like showing. Yeah, make the sauce for her too. If it's her first time too, do you know, guide her. You know, show her like, hey. You know, I think you should do this, put with this. Yeah. Let me do this a little. And oh, it's your turn. Let me see. Yeah. See, it breaks the ice. When you're at Korean barbecue, you could take like the the meat off the thing, grab some lettuce, grab some uh, garlic, yeah, some like, kimchi, make a psalm for her. Yeah. Shove it in her bro, mouth. Shove it in her mouth. See? <laughs> and then, see? And then you get to see, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay. Gang, gang. You know I'm what just saying? kidding. Don't ever shove anything into a, another person's mouth, okay? I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So are there any other honorable mentions for breakfast lunch or dinner that you want to talk about um, any asian things i would say if you want which is a little silly but i i personally just love them any hibachi place like a benihana i absolutely still love those okay places. i think that's the least authentic asian thing but okay fine technically asian there are some places that have asian asian owned hibachi and benihana is technically asian owned but i know what you mean yes yes but if you want to have like a fun yo you're gonna have a good time like no matter what you're gonna have a good time you know, the chef is entertaining. They do the beating heart, the onion volcano and shit. You know, I'm, I'm it's excited. It's a meal and a show at the same time. Yeah, you could catch the shrimp. Hopefully you actually eat it with your mouth, you know? Oh, yeah, when they fling the shrimp at you. Yeah, and it's the one It's the one place where, like, you could be on a table with other people. It's always of either a family or a date as well, right? That's the funny oh, thing. Oh, yeah, because you you're at the big table. There's a lot of people. couples there, and it's actually a really cool interactive experience. Mm -hmm. So, look. I never heard anyone that said, yo, it was, I hated the experience. Yeah. I really, really never heard that. Um, so, you know. Maybe if you're looking for something more intimate, that's definitely not the way to go. No, no, no. I would say, I was going to use sushi as my dinner. I love, I think sushi had a, like a, a omakase. You know, omakase at night. You know, she wears like a nice dress for you or something. You know, she's looking real pretty. And like, you get a nice bottle of sake. That's another thing too. That's what's great about this thing. You're, you're more likely to drink at a at dinner. dinner. You know what I'm saying? So that means... In a way, it's like, okay, it, that's another big step of trust. Like, hey, I want to drink with you. Or lunch dates, that's going back to what I said. Fellas, if you're getting a lot of lunch dates, if you're getting a breakfast dates, you're in trouble. That's, mm. that's kind of what it is. I personally think. Okay. It's really hard to look your best and feel your best in the morning, you know, and then you usually have stuff to do mm. unless they really, really need to see you then. That could be the other caveat, right? Right, right, right. They need to see so bad. It's like, I know we just met eight hours ago. Can we have breakfast? <laughs> it's like, oh, damn. Okay, sure. But um, what's it? I would say 
Then a little Hibachi Benihana is another honorable mention. Fine, 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 fine. Um, I would also say just as a quick thing, like if you yeah. don't have a very filling dinner, if you have like omakase and you're still starving afterwards, yeah, which is the case after every uh-huh. after I every omakase. I think I know where you're gonna go with this. Go to like one of those Asian dessert bars. Yeah, like a mango mango or like a tea house or something where you can Lotus, get yeah. tea, coffee, like a little cake, a little pastry. And the great thing is that shit is not overly sweet like a lot of these American Western bakeries are, yeah. right? Uh, I think one of the more popular American Asian uh, dessert spots is Spot. Spot Dessert. Spot Dessert, yeah, yeah. They make a lot of great dishes, a lot of, lot of delicious stuff. They have coffee. It's cute. And going back to like your previous thing, it's something unique. Like some of these spots have desserts that's not just like a cheesecake right or that's not just like a yeah. chocolate chocolate pudding rice pudding it's something yeah, yeah, unique yeah. that's special that they'll hopefully remember as part of this overall date that you have right and it's fun and it's cute and it's something interesting that you can both try together wow you know what Linji, this was a great date you know at first after your big big you know after your a-hole here comes the shitty role playing again uh, um but um yeah thanks so much for tonight it was great so activities let's say why why are you ignoring my compliment <laughs> activities <Ben. laughs> activities where can you sprinkle in some activities that would be fun? In the bedroom? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Where can you stick in some... Um... <laughs> in their mouth, yeah. No, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I meant Psalms. The Psalms, guys. Psalms. Where can you have some extracurricular activities that's actually kind of fun? Why do you... See? It still sounds very uh, inappropriate when you say it like that. I don't know why. Extracurricular... We ruined the word extracurricular activities. I'm not going to lie. Or I'm just that you know, dirty-minded now. Do you think KTV is good for like a first, second, third date? That's the thing. I would say it's not a great... I don't know about a first date because it's like... Let's just say the dinner is going really well. You're having a great time at dinner and you want to extend it to something. And that's the thing. That's why dinner dates are really important. It's because now it's like, hey, what do you want to do after? If you had a meal and it's just, all right, I got to go. Oh, man, you got... You you, you messed up the date or she just wasn't feeling you. Mm -hmm. But it's like, she's lingering. You know, she's like, hey, you want to go to K-Town? You want to go to Chinatown or something? You want to go to Flushing? KTV. I totally think that's a good. That's not a bad idea, yeah. man. Yeah, KTV is fun. Maybe I had that list Maybe too. not everyone's going to be into it because I know a lot of people are kind of embarrassed. And if you're meeting someone for the first couple of times, maybe you feel even more embarrassed, like sing publicly. Yeah, but if they're down to make a fool of themselves, I have. Yeah, I, I love being a fool of myself. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what? Maybe you making a fool of yourself is going to scare her away. So there's only there's two things that can happen. It's either going to be like... You both love KTV? Yeah, we both love KTV. And, you know, she can sing. If you, if you can't sing, that's even better. I think if you can't sing at karaoke, then it's more fun. Yeah. That's the better. But if you can really sing, that's also good. Now, now it's just like, oh, wow, I should pay you. So like pay like, you? What the hell? It's like I just got a free concert. There's some people where I heard them sing. I'm like, I, I, literally was, like, I was like, my mouth was always like, I don't want to sing anymore. I was just like, that was amazing. Oh, uh, like they you know? should be a pro singer or something, right? Yeah, I met some people that were actually performers. I was like, oh, wow. This was really, you know, it's like an intimate. Yeah, it's cute. So, uh, but the karaoke is a good one, I would say. Something new that's been popping up more here recently. There's a lot of these claw machine arcade places. Yep, that's another one. Yep. You know why that's cute? Because if, there's a big if, if you can actually win something, if you can uh, actually grab something. You're right, yeah. Then they have like a souvenir to remember you and the date by, right? And if you don't. And if you don't, then you're, you're a like a loser. <laughs> it's like, he can't hunt and gather for me. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a warrior. He couldn't get me the cute little Hello Kitty doll. But those claw machine things are fun because you can spend some time in there. Just roam around a little bit, have her play a little bit. And if you do right. win something, it is like a very uh, fun, memorable moment kind of thing, right? Right, right, right. Um, what's it? I noticed also there's a lot of really, really cool uh, Japanese speakeasies. 
Yeah, there's a lot of good uh, bars now. Yeah. Bar is probably what you would go to after. If the date, if the dinner date went really well and she's not into singing, maybe you can go to the, like a lounge or like a, like a bar somewhere, right? Right. So there's a lot of um, uh, jazz clubs that are run by like Japanese people as well. Here in the city? I think Blue Note is a really infamous, not infamous, but a very, very famous old jazz club. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it is because there's one in Japan. There's one in Hawaii. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So... And there's one in New York. So I want to say it is Japanese owned. Okay, fair enough. So Japanese speakeasies, going back to them, Japanese just make everything great. Yeah. So they're bartenders, first of all. Some of them, just like it's like from like the 50s, they were suspenders and yeah, a vest. Yeah, so cool, right? They got the so handlebar retro. mustache. I'm like, damn, you guys look handsome at AF. Yeah, that's always good. All right, guys. Hopefully you got some good ideas from these date things. Uh, ben took me on a great date. Uh, thank, How would you uh, rate my selections? Thank you so much for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. This was the longest date I've ever had. <laughs> this was so nice of you. How much money did I spend on this date? Um, a I, lot. I, At least a thousand something dollars. I'm so glad that I didn't have to do anything all day today. And you do too. That's crazy. Oh, God. What's it? Just, I'll call you later. <laughs> you call uh, me? Yeah, thanks for dropping me off. I really appreciate it. Oh, God. Just imagine after all of this, like, you had a great time. This whole day? This whole day was a great time. And there's just a small thing was the reason why you and I would never connect again. <laughs> Dude, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to say dating should be like an investment where you're doing like these cost analysis ratios or some shit. But if you go on this 24-hour date, you have a great time. That's another thing, too, about dating. Um, look, if you're the one that set up the date, maybe pay for the date, you can't go into it having an expectations of something that you might want that she has no idea about. Mm, there are some things that are always going to be a mystery. But I do feel if you go in either as a casual dater or a serious intentional dater, oh, that should be something where you have in common, right? I agree, yeah. There are some big things that you should have in common before the date that you can hopefully filter out. You can hopefully like sort through before you actually start the date. Uh, it's one thing to not like certain foods and whatever, but it's, right. it's another thing to like, let's say you want to start a family and the other person doesn't want to start a family and you're looking that's for... That's very important, yeah. You're looking for different things. I think that's something where you should maybe be on the same page about. I would say another thing for me is I like to ask them what is... I try to find out the relationship with either their siblings or family. That's really important for me too. Oh, if how they... Their relationship with them, yeah. Because then I could see if they have strong fam family values or they want strong family values. Yeah, it's true. A lot of Asian people have very strong family values. Maybe right. you're the type of person that wants to take care of your parents eventually down the line when they get older and live in the same house. Right. But if the other person is totally not down for that and, and they just want to be by themselves, by yourself. Yeah, like, no, I'm not close to my family. Yeah. I, I just want to do me. It's like, oh. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, but it's just two different sets of values. And as Asian Americans, I feel like if these are big deal, uh, non-negotiable things for you, then maybe you should reconsider even before going deeper into that right. date um what's yeah maybe also it always depends on what kind of careers you do too i think that's also very important as well so hopefully going into these dates right that we had some ideas then you took me on a great date yeah i'm not calling him back thank you so much for everything i have to go back on the apps and look for more people yeah. <laughs> i swear to god if i was like what's up at my age right now if i was hypothetically single or just got divorced if my wife left me because i was too annoying too much of an ass or something. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> oh, it's because of the podcast. Yo, I swear to God, I don't, I don't be, know how to date. Yo, I, you'll be so screwed. If I was out there, I would not know how to date right now because as a modern person in this world, not having gone through the last two or three decades or so, right? I look at the outside world and I am scared of it sometimes. You, you are literally like Captain America when he was frozen. Yeah. And you're in times where you're like, Peggy, 
Where's my Peggy? Okay, guys, we're at our favorite part of the whole podcast. This is ranting and raving, where Ben and I like to complain about something shitty in our lives or uh, say something good about our lives. Ben, what do you have to uh, rave about or to rant about on this week's podcast? Uh, I'm looking for it. Did you write this down? I thought I did. Do you have one singular note or do you just write stuff in random notes <laughs> as you go? <laughs> I write it. Oh, yeah, I found it. Yeah, that's what I do. So, uh, I guess... <laughs> Linji, uh, by the way, Linji, oh, and it's a great life hack. I never thought about doing it, but Linji's like, just write shit down on your phone. Yes, that's not a life hack. That's just like common sense. <laughs> Yo, you'll be surprised, dude. A lot of people don't just write shit down because they think they'll remember everything. Yes, I know myself. I know I'm not going to remember shit. See, for a smart guy like you, you still remember that kind of stuff, right? But I remember it's it's going to be an Uber rant, guys. Oh God, here comes no, the. It's not, it's not that bad. It's just um, keep it quick. I just felt bad. I was under Uber, and then I noticed this guy was driving so slow. So I was like, yo, man, I told you, I need you to be fast. Like, I was like, I was kind of You pissed. were doing the nights, hopefully. I wasn't like being, you know, main. It's just as soon as I got into the car, I was like, hey, can we speed it up? I'm running late. Still very, very slow. Okay. And then, and I was like, hey, I'm uh, sorry, but remember I said, can, can you try to be faster? I'm sorry, I'm running late. And I was, the whole time I'm holding it in, right? I'm like, just... Oh, just God, this guy, I want to kill him, right? And then when I told him that, he's like, hey, I'm so sorry. It's just, there's so many speed cameras now. And I was oh, like, that's a good point. I was like, oh my God. I felt so bad. I was like, I am so sorry. I totally forgot now that almost everything has speed cameras. New York City has like these cameras set up so that if you go above the speed Everywhere. limit, you catch you. And it's a ticket of like $80, $90 or something. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Also, another thing, if I don't know, but buses too now have cameras. So if you're in that bus zone, the bus stop, the bus stop area, they the bus stop. Some of them have cameras. They'll snitch on you. Yeah. So watch out, guys, too, about that. People don't know that. Yeah, there's lots of hidden cameras everywhere, uh, which actually sucks. But it doesn't suck for you because you don't have a car and you don't drive. It's a bicycle. <laughs> How fast can you go on your bicycle to uh, trigger two, those cameras? Two miles per hour. <laughs> um, what about you, Ben? What do you got, man? I recently lost a pair of my sweatpants. Oh, no. My famous sweatpants. Wait, guy. how did you lose your sweatpants? Okay, so here's the story. I In the wintertime, I only sur- survive and live in two pairs of sweatpants, right? Okay. It's the same sweatpants I'm wearing right now on air. You guys can see. They're black. They're comfortable. Okay. I think they're from Under Armour. Okay. I think from Under Armour. So I have two ed- identical pairs of this. Oh, okay. I cannot find the second pair. And I've been looking all over my house. Are you sure? And my wife has looked all over the house. I even checked. She even checked in her drawers in case we got things mixed up. And then... I swear I didn't steal it. She was asking me, like, did you leave it at your mom's house, at someone else's house? I'm like, like, why would you take it off? (laughs) I was like, if I left someone's house without pants, I would... Yeah, exactly. Walking around in your underwear to your car. I would remember if I left my parents' house without pants. Yeah. If I brought it over and I came home with no pants, I remember. So I don't know where the fuck they are. And I've been looking all over my house and my wife's like, did you leave them at your mistress's house? (laughs) Ha, 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 Ah, I like that. Yeah, suck it, Linji. Yes. It's the same argument, though. Boom. If I left my mistress's house without pants, I would remember leaving without pants. Boom. Uh, but I don't well, remember leaving anywhere without pants. Maybe she. Maybe you gave it to her. Maybe. Yeah, no? but I would leave without pants and remember I left without pants. I don't know, bro. Maybe she was here. Oof. Anyways, we're at the point right now where Ooh, even... Linji got caught. We're at the point right now where even if I magically found the pants, let's say in like a random corner, my right. wife would not believe where I found them. That's just that just shows you your house is too large, bro. That you're losing pants. 
I don't know what the fuck are my pants? I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking right now. People lose one sock from a pair of socks. I'm losing my entire sweatpants. Yeah, that's annoying. That's annoying when you lose a sock. If you guys uh, see my sweatpants, please uh, DM me. Please send a picture. Uh, Lindsay will buy it for a hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, we're at the outro, guys. Um, great episode, Ben. Lots of great uh, places to eat. Thank you. This was a great date. We always love talking about food. We wanted to talk about food, but we can't keep doing direct food episodes. So we were thinking about how do we spin a food episode around right. something, right? So indirectly, we get the dating episode. Yeah. I love it. And we want to give a quick thanks to our sponsors of this episode, Coffee Meets Bagel. Take it to our friends over there. Thank you, guys. If you guys are looking for like a serious relationship, I know we joke about it throughout the whole episode, but it yeah. is really like honestly the only serious app out there. And there is absolutely no shame in going out on these apps because nowadays no. life is fucking hard. Life is hard to get together and meet new people. Yeah. And if you're busy focusing on your career, like a lot of us Asian Americans do, then inherently you don't have the time to do that. Right. So there is absolutely no shame in like taking some of these tools and using them to your advantage because as technology develops, as we grow into the future, that's what the point of these apps and this technology is for, right? To make your life easier. Right, exactly. It should help you guys. It doesn't change the fact that you ultimately be together with your spouse. It just makes the part about finding your spouse a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well said. All right, Ben, go through the plugs while we, um, while I think of an Asian dad joke. Thank you. I, I was like, I hope you didn't forget. Uh, thank you guys so much for jo- enjoying my, uh, our, our little uh, role-playing session today. Linji was a great date. I am not calling him back, you know? But I loved it. He put a lot of thought into it. He was a gentleman. Um, ben, I- just go through the plugs. Oh, shoot. I totally forgot about the plugs. What are you I like literally- babbling on oh, about? Oh, crap. I totally forgot about the plugs already. <laughs> I was thinking about the dates. Uh, thank you guys so much for our, uh, for our today's episode. I want to do a shout out for all of our listeners out there. You can find us on the Worst Asian Pod on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, thank you so much for our monthly subscribers as well. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for our sponsors today as well as for making this happen. I have zero Asian dad jokes right now. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I don't have any good ones right now. So guys, if you know of any more, I'm sure some of you, yeah, some of you actually had sent me a few. I forgot to write them down and uh, I don't want to just look them up right now. So if you guys think of any good Asian dad jokes or just Asian jokes overall that won't get me canceled, please... Yeah, uh, I already know the ones that get canceled. <laughs> like, I can't say them. Please slide into our DMs and just let us know, okay? All right, guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Peace.